What, you want me to teach you something? You want to learn something? You talking to me? Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Much Talk About Nothing, a show about movies, music, and more, where we continue on our endless journey in search of something to talk about. As always, I'm your host, Grant Ingram, and if you want to interact with the show, you can do that by sending us an email at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com, by following us on Instagram at muchtalkaboutnothing, by following us on Twitter at Podcast. By joining our Discord, that link's in the description. It's really fun. We're having an art contest right now. If you win, you might get to design the new logo for the show. And you can also go to our website, and that's podpage.com slash MTAN, all lowercase. That is case sensitive. Um, and if you do that, then you can send us a voice message, and every voice message we get would play on the show. Also, please do leave a five-star review if you enjoy it, and tell your friends about us. Anyway, joining me today to talk about The Simpsons, Treehouse of Horror 15, it is the... Mr. Burns to my Homer Simpson. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get weird that third segment. But how you doing, Grant? Uh, quite bloated. Um, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm um a little more bloated, I think, because I'm Homer. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. So Grant, this episode was weird, but um. It, it kind of, you know, starts off with that, with Kang and Kodos cooking the Simpsons. Yeah, and then I think it's, what's the kid's name? Bart. Bart. Am I the only one here that's in horrible pain? You're the only one here who's complaining about it. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That that was that, that bit was honestly the best part of this episode. Yeah, that, and it happened within the first 30 seconds. Yep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It, it, it was all downhill from there, folks. Um, so then we go into the Ned Zone, which I expected to enjoy a lot more than I did. Because Ned, I love Ned Flanders. He's he's the best. Um, what did you think of it, huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he had the same reaction to the Ned Zone as he does Herman the Lerman. Um, still bringing that guy back. So the whole premise of that is Ned got hit in the head with a bowling ball because Homer was trying to get a Frisbee down from a roof. Um, and then the Frisbee was on the ground right next to him. <laughs> yep. But Ned was also about to die from like a brain tumor and the bowling ball knocked it out. Yep. You almost die of a brain tumor. Thankfully, that bowling ball knocked it out of your head because that's how that works. Yep. That wasn't even the worst part, though. From there, we get, like, this weird, like, eye glimpse into Ned's future, where he, like, glimpses people's deaths. Um, weird. Yep, the doctor splats out the window. <laughs> yep, and then he realizes he's gonna shoot Homer Simpson, and he goes to great lengths to prevent that from happening, only to doom the whole town of Springfield. Yep. Because he tells Homer he can see the visions, and then he goes, do, and then Homer goes, do me, do me. He's like, what do I die from? Too much happiness? <laughs> Naked girl avalanche? <laughs> uh, you died eating a sandwich. <laughs> a, sub, a submarine sandwich. Yep. Yeah, and so from there we kind of go into 
just the rest of the weirdness that is that episode. Homer, like, now I got a decent laugh, you know, when Ned shot Homer in the nuclear plant to uh, to keep him from pressing the button, and then he just kept like flopping all over the place. That was <sighs> weird, but fun, kind of fun. Yeah, uh, I have some more quotes though until we get there. It was talking about how like he said he was going to shoot Homer. It's like like the thing about shooting my dad. No, I haven't. In this neighborhood, who hasn't? <laughs> that was that was kind of good. Not as good yeah. as that opening joke, though. Yeah, there, this one had some good ones. I think, in my opinion, it goes downhill from this one. But and then Homer, Homer says, you never killed anybody. You're going to start with the big dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he, like, um... He kept. He literally got the police chief to throw in the, his gun, so so Ned could wave it in his face. <laughs> I, I enjoyed. Oh, the, wow, that was you wouldn't something. even shoot me if I slapped the barrel, and he just keeps slapping the barrel, and it's like, stop slapping my barrel. Quit whacking my barrel. <laughs> Never. <laughs> and Ned is then trying to tell Homer not to go to the power plant, but you're gonna kill us all. But ice cream cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was quite funny. I, I quite enjoyed that. Um, I don't know. It, the episode didn't really make me laugh, but that might say more about me than it does about the episode. I think um, it's the episode. This was my favorite section. I actually laughed in some parts of this one. Later on, it just gets weird. But I thought it was funny when uh, they're at the power plant and Ned's talking through the speaker. And he's like, Homer, do not press the core destruct button. Palmer, press the core destruction button. <laughs> because the don't, radio static. Don't do it. Don't do it. You'll kill everyone. Do it. Do it. Kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That that was yep. pretty good. And then when when he did it after, you know, getting shot three times and flopping all over the place. Um and then they, they're up in heaven and um <laughs> Marge goes, you you killed everyone just to get out of cleaning the garage, didn't you? Yeah. I bet you blew up the house so you wouldn't have to clean the gar- clean up the garage. The garage made it to heaven. Huh. I wonder if I could blow up heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and then with, um, didn't God come in and, like, <laughs> escort him away? I'm pretty sure, with, yeah. With, like, a dinner buffet? <laughs> Yeah, I think my favorite quote from this one is right after Homer presses the button, and then the preacher says, oh, you stupid son of a, and then it blows up. Yeah, yeah, um, I think, I think my favorite was that when, when they were in heaven and God was talking to them, and I, I found the quote, and it was, um, he, he told Homer he was going to give him what's coming to him, which was his frisbee. <laughs> I still think it's great that this all started with Homer throwing, trying to throw a bowling ball onto the roof to get a frisbee that was on the ground next to him. Yep, I, that was that was pretty funny. I, I quite enjoyed that, but um, not as much as I enjoyed either of the last two we did. Do you have a letter grade for this segment, man, or do you have anything else you want to talk about before we go to the letter grade? Uh, I don't have anything else to talk about before the letter grade. For a letter grade for this section, I gave it a B. I kind of like this one. The rest of them are not getting a B. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm right there too. I initially said I was going to go with like a C plus, but then you reminded me of a couple moments I really enjoyed, and so I decided to up it to a B. Um, I I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It's just kind of eh. Um, it's not. It, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either. But compared to the rest of this episode, it's Herman the Lerman. Grant is about to end the call. <laughs> <laughs> so the next segment here is four beheadings and a funeral, which the the premise of this one was sort of funny. The unsolved murders by the mutton chop murderer, which is essentially, you know, Jack the Ripper. But the muffin, the mutton chop murderer cracked me up a little bit. Um, and there was a little bit of humor to this one, I thought. What were your thoughts on it, man? Uh, this, it was, it was fine. There was a uh, master detective, Eliza Simpson. That was kind of funny. Like, how is she the master detective? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got a good laugh out of that. You know, like the opposite of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Um, one, another quote I thought it was funny because people always talk about how Americans eat like crap, but they don't talk about the British. The British have like this full English breakfast that is like, Toast, bacon, sausage, like French fries, like literally, it is, it is more American than like American food. <laughs> we can we quote you on that. The the British are more American than Americans here. <laughs> uh, that's, that's that's don't be CNN. Um. <laughs> that can stay in. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I enjoyed that, but um, I think my favorite thing about British food has to be Jim Gaffigan's joke that he tells. He it's it's in his ketchup bit, and he's talking about you know how ketchup's the American ketchup. He's like sauces the Mexican ketchup, and British food is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he's like vinegar. Vinegar is the British ketchup. How bad your food if vinegar makes it taste better? That was weird when the person said all kettles and biscuits. <laughs> I enjoyed the eel pie bit myself. Which one? The eel pie where um, Wiggum just kept eating the eel pie. And like initially when they gave it to him, the eel like popped out of his throat. Yeah, I, I don't like that kind of stuff. But, but yeah. Going, I was just, you were going somewhere with the kettles and biscuits, right? Well, I was just saying like that quote is very British. Oh, yes. Yes. I agree. And then they had the person they were arresting who they, th- like, actually arresting this time. Um, <laughs> and I shall never grow up in jail, you will. Peter Pan? Off with their head. <laughs> yeah. Well, who was the other person they arrested? I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. There was like- this the, it was some, like, almost like a teenager or, like, a, someone, I, I don't know. It was it was somebody I'm trying to remember. It was like a, a another movie character spoof, but I don't remember it. Um, yeah, I don't remember, but I, I did remember the Peter Pan bit, and I thought that was quite funny. The I will never grow up <laughs> <laughs> in jail. You will. <laughs> yep. Uh, um. Then someone goes, "Help! Help! Murder!" Yeah. I enjoyed when they were in the opium den and they were chasing the the guy they thought was the murderer out. And, he, and Moe's like, hey, hey, no chasing the addicts. That was probably Lewis Carroll, 
when he was writing um, Alice in Wonderland. I think, no, I think he was the guy that said, then I was talking about the swords of Osiris, then I sold them all for opium. I wish I had them again so I could sell them for more opium. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, um, not Mo, um, Mr. Burns. It was, yep. yep. Yeah. And then it's like Burns, the evil industrialist who makes coal out of babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, there were good moments to this one. Um, kind of, sometimes. I, I still enjoyed the first section a bit more. And then there's the freaking kid with, like, the pipe. And, well, I can make opios. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Wiggum? Because that's the only way Chief Wiggum could get him to sleep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that, that circles back around later. Which, uh, when, um, Ralph was just dreaming the whole time while smoking opium. Good lord. Yep. And then there was, I think it was, was it Eliza that came across the dead body? Or, well, dead in quotations, body. He must have been killed forever ago. Or she must have killed forever ago. It was five minutes ago, you twit. Yeah, because, um, <laughs> that's Marge's sister in the main episodes, but yeah. Oh. Um, the, see, the body's all bloated and ugly. <laughs> it must have been killed at least before, like two hours ago. It was five minutes yes. ago, you twit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then they get to the death ceremony this week in our summer hanging series. You know, because we just have to hang someone every week. We present the mutton chop murderer. Alas, God fearing Londoners are free to walk whole alley. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was pretty good. Alright. And then um and then they realize that the sheriff dude is actually the murderer. Uh-huh. And then he gets in his little blimp thing so long you stupid british twits you'll never catch me i'm traveling at the speed of wind <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets run through by painting photos <laughs> yep and then they say something what do they say they say something like um oh we've destroyed their entire fleet <laughs> yep <laughs> as you do Mm-hmm. See, but I thought the way that they found out Wiggum was the mutton chop murderer was quite entertaining. So that the blade had the the residue of an eel pie on it in the on the handle, and then they're like, "That's not even the most damning evidence." That would be, you have mutton chops, and they like pull his hat <laughs> off, and the mutton chops fall down. That was pretty good. That was good. Do you have any any other things for this episode? Uh, the last thing I have is Ralphie talking about how he was in some sort of dream. Yeah, Ralphie, you're still in it. <laughs> and then it's like this... <laughs> They're on like a castle in the middle of a cloud or something. Something I ridiculous. Something, I don't even remember. Yeah, something weird. Well, if that's the last thing you got, you want to go ahead and move on to your letter grade? Yeah. Um, sorry, that was me yawning. You're good enough. Um, I have about a B, B minus on this one. Okay. Now, yeah. now that we've been talking about it, it was a bit closer to the first one than I had it, but still wasn't great. Yeah. So after talking about it, initially, I, this was my favorite. It still is my favorite of these three. Um, initially I was thinking of B. Now I'm thinking kind of a B plus. 
I like it. All right. I like it more than I like the last one, and the last one was okay. So, on to the third segment of this episode, which was significantly less good. But first, let me tell you about PodPage.com. For all of you podcasters out there, PodPage is the easiest way to start a podcasting website. I've started one. It's free. It's easy. And they do all the work for you. All you have to do is upload your RSS feed, not your USSR feed. And they automatically import all of your episodes so you have a massive backlog of everything you ever need. You can share your one link and it will give listeners every link to every player you're on. It's awesome. It also collects voicemails so you can use those on your episodes like we do or try to. And and it even has customizable links like ours, which is podpage.com slash MTAN. And it's just really amazing, and they do an absolutely fantastic job. I am super, super happy with all the customer service and everything that they've given us, and I really hope that you'll check it out as well. And and to sweeten the pot, you get a month of their premium service for free, and all you have to do is use our promo code, which is MTAN, and that, again, gives you one month free. All you have to do, go to podpage.com. When you sign up, type in promo code MTAN and you'll get one month free and that lets them know we sent you. It's absolutely amazing. I cannot recommend it enough. Anyway, on to the third segment. So the next segment is In the Belly of the Boss, which um, is about as bad as it sounded. Um, so, Grant, what, what were your thoughts on this? That was a wasted however however many minutes that was of my life. Six minutes? Yeah. Six minutes, I'd say to you all. Come Nobody? No rap guys? Okay. Um, I mean, there may be a couple quotes, but, like, I have a serious brain disease. Please give me a cat. <laughs> I, see, see, I'm a cat person, so... What else did you think of this? Because obviously you had more than one thing, right? Yeah. I thought it was weird when Mag- Maggie got in the thing and became part of the pill. And then there was just this little sound of his side of his stomach. That sounds like Maggie. And then he goes, she will be gently rocked to sleep by the stomach acid. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I like the, the sound from inside the stomach being the pacifier. I don't. I can't do the the, the thing. That's good enough. That's yeah. good enough. But yeah. It, this this was just weird. It, it was weird. I enjoyed the 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 swimsuit thing, with the <laughs> Mars just like, why is mine more revealing? And Homer's like, that's part of the adventure. Yeah, I purposefully left that one out. <laughs> I thought that was that was like kind of the only funny part to me that and then when the white blood cells attacked it and um she's like help help white blood cells are eating my swimsuit but they know where to stop (laughs) (laughs) i don't know this episode was terrible i'm trying to find some way of a or this segment at least was terrible i'm trying to find some way to redeem it yeah there i have a couple more things um when homer grabs the rib where did he get that? There's a whole rack of them over there. I only ate two. <laughs> now, we didn't mention this. At this point, um, Maggie has been eaten in that pill Grant was talking about, my Mr. Burns. And so they're in a submarine going into Mr. Burns to get Maggie out of his stomach. 
Yeah, this is real screwed up. <laughs> yeah, um, so they just ate one of Mr. Burns' ribs. Actually, two. Um, yep. Yep. And then, didn't they end up, like, at his heart? And, like, cut, uh, caught in the heart? Yep, they ended up, Homer ended up flying the ship into the heart. And then they end up getting the baby. And my sweet undigested baby. <laughs> and then they bring, what's the baby's name? I feel Maggie. Like I forgot. Maggie, yeah. They get Maggie onto the ship. And the, with the added away of the baby, the ship does not have enough fuel. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to leave Homer behind? Yeah. And then he's like, I'm saying goodbye to everything I love. Ooh, a marshmallow. And then he's eating the marshmallow. And um, when Guy closes the door, he opens a window. Yep. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, but the best part is when the the ship minus Homer get out and um, Dr. or Professor Frank is like, you know, there might be time to go back in and get him. And, and Homer just expands and he's just under Mr. Burns. <laughs> Yeah, that was something. And then they were talking and arguing about something. You don't want to piss off a man who can kick her crotch from the inside. (laughs) That just hurts to think about. My favorite, though, is when he's trying to eat. And he's like, I need a mouth hole. Actually, come to think about it, I need several holes. (laughs) Because he's literally under Mr. Burns' skin. Um... (laughs) Which was, of course, followed by the rendition of I've got you under my skin. I've got you deep in the heart of me. Oh, Lord. That was terrible. Like, yeah. really bad. Really bad. I gave it a C+, but now even thinking back on it, I feel like that was too high. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the last little bit of it, like the, the weird, even the weirdness of I got you under my skin, I thought was funny. I thought that was so bad. I could not be more ready for that episode to end. Oh, don't get me wrong. I was looking forward to it ending. I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, so you're, you're thinking C minus or C? C. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking, um, I was going to go with like a solid C plus, maybe a B. Um, so what what's your whole episode grade then? Uh, have about a, I'd say B minus or so. I liked the first two segments pretty well. They were not the best, not as good as the last episode, but they weren't bad. The last one sucked. I'd say B minus is a good overall. Alrighty. Well, um, yeah, I w- I'm gonna go with like a B minus as well, maybe a B ish it was okay it wasn't my favorite i didn't love it okay grant are you ready for the outro uh yeah uh if you want to contact us you can email us at must talk about nothing at gmail.com or on instagram at must talk about nothing or on twitter at mtan podcast and only mtan podcast we have a discord which is much talk municipality i believe there's a link to that in the show description we have a website, which is podpage.com slash M-T-A-N, all lowercase. Forgetting something? And 
And you can use that to send us a voicemail right there. All our voicemails get played on the show. And if you would do us a huge favor and please leave us a five-star review, it really does help us out. And tell all your friends about us so we can continue to grow and continue to do this for you guys. We love doing it, but there's got to be a growth or it becomes kind of impossible for us to keep going. So thank you again to PodPage and to Anchor for sponsoring this episode. And for the Montgomery Burns of Much Talk Municipality, I've been Grant, and we'll catch you next time. But when you want to watch a show, but there's just too much to do, just click your little finger and we'll do a review.